Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? I think it matters that Jesus gets annoyed with his disciples. The disciples are our avatars in the narrative of the Gospels when they behave as humans would, as you would, under the circumstances. They get a clear and uncut rebuff from the divine. I confess that my favorite readings of the Bible are when Jesus looks to his very human disciples and says, really? God appearing as a tempest makes a statement, sure, but side-eye, side-eye cuts to the quick. All three of our readings this morning are in conversation. Job confronts God about the chaos and unfairness of life, and God loves him so much, he shows up to deliver an answer. Confronted by terrified disciples, Jesus looks at his human companions with a tilted head and annoyed sigh before making a grand reveal and awing them with an inconceivable truth. Besieged Paul addresses the unruly Corinthians with a soothing voice wrapped around a strong lesson. All of our readings this week present us with a challenge to our possible understanding of what it means to follow God, delighting in his will and walking in his ways. They dispel the notion that sustained ease <laughs> is the goal of the life of faith. They dismiss the expectation of full comprehension and therefore mastery. They scoff at the idea that there will not be tests, challenges, trials, or failures. There are forces that would attempt to distract you, detour you, destroy you. The supernatural, the neighbor, the self-destructive power that lies within yourself. By choosing to follow God, you're choosing the path and you're also choosing to follow it with the understanding that you won't be in control of the milestones, the landmarks, or the hazards. You choose to follow the path as a mere human, nothing more and nothing less. And that's the problem, though it's not your fault. We humans are amazing creatures with significant and annoying limitations. For example, we humans love patterns. Given a set of rules, our brains are programmed to expect predictable outcomes that we can anticipate and possibly mitigate. When the pattern is disrupted for no reason, when chaos reigns with no recourse, it's only human to look up at heaven and say, hey, are you even paying attention? Why would you let this happen to me of all people? 
And as we seek to make the disruptive make sense, we seek the arbiters of order with the expectation of being able to lay down a case, to be heard, to be found righteous, while the wicked are found wanting. In this, we trust. In this, we understand. We humans crave relief. When bad things happen, when the suffering is long and the hope is running short, it's only human to turn around and wonder when exactly salvation is supposed to come. We ask, don't you hear me praying? We may even dare to ask, why do you make me wait for relief? We humans fear when understanding is not on offer. Presented with the incomprehensible, fight or flight is that easy fix hardwired into our bodies. It doesn't take much to trigger. It gives us the satisfaction of decision-making in the moment of crisis. And it gives us the beautiful idea that we are our only source of salvation. And all of these things are understandable when we're humans in the midst of other humans. However, we choose to follow the divine, the divine who called us by name and said, follow me. The divine who has an answer when we lament. God says to Job, chaos is part of the pattern. You cannot perceive the full order of existence. Yet, even still, you are loved and known. Ask your questions. Be prepared to be awed by the answers, even if you do not understand. Jesus tells his disciples, chaos is a distraction. Don't let fear get in the way of your faith. Paul tells the church, the presence of chaos does not mean the absence of God and his unfailing love. We've been given everything we need to endure it. Presented with these three answers, it might be understandable for a person to throw up their hands in frustration. It feels very unfair that some get to sleep through the storms, while others must fight the wind and the rain, using every muscle to keep the boat afloat. The ultimate answer to why let bad things happen to good people with, when it's within your power to prevent it is an unsatisfying retort. Keep the faith. I know what I'm doing. The good news, however, is that we're given even that. Even beyond our readings today, there are lessons and answers abound. In many ways, the question we keep asking is, are you even there? If you are, do you care? And God answers every time. Yes, I am always here. 
you should know that by now. What does that mean for you? It means walk in love. Live your life on the path of faith, knowing that you will not be in control of the milestones, landmarks, or hazards. Where one trial may be almost behind us, another inevitably awaits around the corner. Maybe it will touch the entire world. Maybe it will touch only you. Yet still, walk in love. Live your life on the path of faith, knowing you do not walk alone or without what you need. Chaos is your companion. So is God. When suffering inevitably comes, you'll have exactly what you need because God will still be present. Walk in love. Live your life on the path of faith, knowing that you will forget these lessons because you're human. God will love you anyway, perhaps sternly, perhaps gently, always steadfastly. Amen.